Young Like a thief in the night. Oh, let's finish it out. Sing that one part. I'm telling you, I'm telling you twice. I know how to shoot. I know how to fight. Be phone bar. What song is this? That's that pop smoke. Uh, I know how to shoot. I know how to fight. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you twice. I'm real discreet. Like a thief in the night. I ain't gonna lie. That nigga baby went hard on that motherfucker. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't I don't know anything about those guys, man. We're old. Well, you know about pop. You know about Pop Smoke and how he recently just got killed. Yeah, I don't listen to Pop Smoke, buddy. Yeah, I just happened. To, I just happened. That shit popped up on my uh, YouTube shit like uh, a while back. All I know is about all his unreleased music and shit. All I know about is putting enough mustard on the Danish. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever float, whatever float, whatever floats your boat, buddy. Gotta keep it thick and span. <laughs> all right, man. We're gonna go ahead and kick it off and believe all this in, man. Uh, <laughs> how you gonna get off there? All right then. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to another episode of Sports Talk KC. I am one of your hosts, Cowboy. Calvin, fellas, introduce yourselves. Welcome to KC, the 86 here, baby. BB1492 for your sports heads, baby. All right, all right, all right. Like Beat said, for the sports heads, we got crowned a world champion, World Series champion, the LA Dodgers. Beats went with the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, and the Dodgers was victorious. Uh, closed the game out. What was that last night? That was the night and, uh, before. Well, the night before, it was something like that. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't watch any of it, but uh, for you baseball fans, the LA Dodgers are the new world champions of baseball. How you fellas feel about that? Uh, yeah, I predicted the, the LA Dodgers to take it, you know, and they uh did exactly, you know, what I predicted. You know, they they brought their seventh. Uh, World Series pennant to the city of L.A. And uh, like I was telling Beats the other day, the, the the real cool thing about it is, I don't know if you knew this, Cal, but with the Dodgers winning their seventh World Series pennant and the Lakers winning their 17th uh, NBA Finals uh, championship, that equals 24. 
So that was pretty cool to know that the whole city of L.A., you know, both both franchises with the Dodgers and the Lakers have a total of 24 championships between the two. So I thought that was really, you know, really cool, you know, kind of kind of just something to keep keep the Mamba and Kobe spirit alive and well. So uh, that was pretty cool to know. But, you know, the Dodgers just I like I was telling Beats last night, man, the Dodgers had had a real good you know, rotation with their bullpen. And I just felt the experience was there. Um, you know, they did what they had to do, man. You know, Mookie Betts, you know, hit the ceiling, solo home run in like the eighth inning, you know, of game six to seal that thing. So they did what they had to do. Congratulations to the L.A. Dodgers, man. Yeah, you got anything on no, I don't have too much on it, man, you know. It is what it is. Congratulations to the Dodgers, you know. But I haven't followed baseball here in some years now. Since I guess since we won it. So right, I mean, right. whatever. I only I barely even know some of the players. So sometimes where I hear, you know, some players from the last time I uh watch, I'll be like, damn, he's still playing and shit like that. So Yeah, well, you know, baseball players can play forever. But uh, yeah, shit, the game is conducive to that, you know. Shit, yeah, and, and right? Uh, well, yeah, I'm kind of like with beats. I didn't watch it. Uh, I haven't paid attention to baseball since we were in it. But uh, I will say congratulations to the Dodgers. Uh, and you said they got seven total championships. Yeah, the Dodgers have seven total. As of as of their 2020 pennant, they have seven total now, and the Lakers have 17. And the only reason how I knew that is because uh, Kyle Kuzma for the Lakers had tweeted that out. You know uh, the significance with the whole 24 and everything. So I just thought that was you know pretty cool. Like damn, yeah, yeah, that is that's pretty cool for the equal out to 24. It just shows that he that Kobe will be mentioned in any form or fashion, in any sports or something like that, like something will remind you of him. That just shows he'll never be forgotten. But uh, that's a good little tidbit that you dropped on us. But congratulations to the L.A. Dodgers. Like I said, uh, unfortunately, I didn't watch any of it, but congratulations. Uh, other than that, uh, let's go ahead and go into some NFL news. You guys got any uh, NFL latest news? I'm not too up on it right now. I'm kind of lagging when it comes to it. But I know there's some trades and stuff going on. Uh, you guys got anything going on? Going in on that? Go ahead, Beats. Why the fuck you? No, nigga, you go first. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know the Jets made a move. We can just kick it off with that. I don't know who it is, though. I, know they I don't know who the brother is. He's a defensive end, and he got shipped to the, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Seattle for a six-round pick. Uh-huh, and the Bengals traded somebody from there, one of their D-linemen, too. Yeah, they I did. Think they, yeah, you're right. I think they told – who they trade? Uh, Carlos Dunlap or something like that? Yeah. yeah, something like that, yeah. They did, yeah. Okay. Now, as far as uh, NFL news, I told you to go ahead and go first just to clear the air because I thought you was going to drop a tidbit or two as far as the latest on the COVID situation. That's why I told you to go first. Well, I just know that it's the uh, 
the Chargers have a positive test, and I forgot the other team. There's another team. I don't know why my brain is farting right now with fucking air. Uh, I forgot the other team. But I know the Chargers was one of them. I am so sorry, sports heads, about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and, and as far as just like – you know, players on the trading block men um, as the trade deadline um, slowly, you know, makes his roundabout. Um, there's really not too much. Like I said, I spoke the other day about uh, the Jets defensive tackle, Quinnen Williams, looking to be shot. There's a lot of guys' names that's just floating around out there before this trade deadline comes about. Um Julio Jones has been a name that has thrown out there, that has been thrown out there, like the Raiders should make a move for him. Um, Stephon Gilmore with the uh, Patriots, his name has been thrown around out there as well. So um, we – yeah, and the reason with the whole Stephon Gilmore, I was kind of reading into that. They said that he had put his house up on the market um, in the Boston area where he resides at, and it was kind of like a whole little, you know, a story behind that, like, well, is he possibly on the trading blocks, you know, uh, as this trade deadline comes up. So, you know, uh, not too much. the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, and speaking on, on our Chiefs' behalf, um, they did uh, – they haven't made any trades or nothing, but they did re- uh, uh, acquire uh, Brian Winsman, and he's an offensive – he's a very uh, versatile offensive lineman who we got back. He used to play with us in 2017. Um, I mentioned that on the prior show that they had actually brought him in for a visit – and, you know, to try to look to add some depth, you know, to be to, for him to be like a swing tackle or a swing swing man type of lineman, which he is because he can go guard. He can go tackle. He can pretty much play every position across that line. So um, just sticking to our Chiefs, you know, they did bring back a familiar face um, in Winsman. So to add some depth to that offensive line. Um, As far as if they're going to do anything else, (laughs) we don't know. Brett Veach always, you know, plays plays his hand accordingly. So um, that's all I pretty much have as far as, like, NFL talk and trade deadline progressions. All right. Well, let's just go ahead to the Thursday night game. We thought it was a hamburger bun flip, but it actually uh, was a pretty good game. Uh, we all picked Carolina in that game, and Atlanta showed us we didn't know what the hell we were talking about. I'm a little upset about that because I picked <laughs> Carolina, and I needed a fucking dub, and they let me down again. But uh, Teddy Bears watched it did get knocked out, and some brother came in as his relief. I don't know who the hell he was. But, XFL, uh, baby. XFL guy. I do remember them mentioning that. But uh, we all caught an L in this Atlanta and Carolina game. So, uh, like I said, it was a pretty entertaining game. I didn't think it was going to be this good. What you guys got on it? Yeah. Uh, you know, just like I was kind of saying, you know, um, 
while we were on the, you know, while we were talking as this game was going on, um, Atlanta is their record, you know, it speaks for itself, but this is a, you know, this is a good potent offense as I was talking about. Um, like I said, Atlanta, they're just one of those teams that, that can, you know, beat you if you don't, if you don't come ready to play, you know, with the likings of Julio Jones, Ty Gurley, Matt Ryan still getting it done, uh, Calvin Ridley, he actually got hurt this game. But, you know, uh, Atlanta, you know, like you said, they surprised us. Um, we all picked against them. You know, it's just kind of one of them things. Like when I go against Atlanta, then they win. When I go with them, then they, then they lose. So, <laughs> you know, but I had picked Atlanta – in prior weeks leading up to this, you know, thinking that their offense would get back on track. Yeah, Julio Jones was out some weeks due to an injury and things of that nature. But now that he's back, that offense is really clicking. And, you know, with the NFC being in shambles as it is, (laughs) they can go on a little run and possibly be back into, you know, playoff talk. So, but good win by Atlanta. They did what they had to do. They went on the road, you know, um, on a short week. And got the dub, man. So kudos to Atlanta and that offense for uh, getting this win tonight against Carolina. Yeah, I, I guess the key turning points for me in this game was one where I think it was early in the third quarter, and he sent, uh, Matt Rule for the head coach for the Panthers sent out the punt unit, then pulled him off, and then brought back on the offense. And they got stuck on a fourth and two, I believe. Um, I thought that was a bonehead decision of the game. I don't know. If you are going to go for it on fourth and two, you could have a better play call than that. Um, In my opinion, like, Carolina could have won this game, but I don't think necessarily Bridgewater is the quarterback. Like, he's a bridge. I mean – no point intended on his name, but he's a bridge quarterback. He's there to, uh, you know, just keep the organization afloat while they try to bring in, get a young rookie that can, that has some more upside. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater will either, you know, he's not going to win the game for you. He's, he's either going to just manage the game or he's going to lose it for you. And that's what he did tonight. Um, I, uh, it was unfortunate that we got, you know, obliterated on that uh, on that one play where Dante Fowler for one tripped him, and then that guy ninety two came in and just took a kill shot, a cheap shot at him on his neck. You know, that was pretty unfortunate. Um, but like I said, um, and like I told you before we came on here, um, if you don't go to your top wide receiver. On the last, you don't go to your top wide receiver to the last drive of the game. There's something wrong with that with DJ Moore. I don't, and it wasn't like they were doing anything special with them. Like Corey Aikman said, it, he, it wasn't like they were double covering him or anything like that. Now, sometimes once, you know, on that last drive, especially on that pick, he was double covered. I don't know why Teddy do that, but uh, yeah, so. It just is what it is. Carolina is just one of those average teams, and I just don't see how they – I mean, they gave them all that money, pretty much $63 million, three years. 
I just don't see how that's going to work out. He's not going to win you any games. He's just a game manager. I guess that's why you need Christian uh, McCaffrey. Right, and with Christian McCaffrey being out, it definitely did hurt that offense. But Davis had a pretty solid game uh, during that game, the other running back that's in for uh, McCaffrey. But I want to kind of touch bases on the QB that came in with uh, Bridgewater got knocked out. Uh, he, he does have a pretty solid arm, though. That arm is fucking strong. He was zipping that ball. Uh, I mean, I know he's not NFL game ready, but as for the strongness of that arm, kid got an arm. I mean, he was – yeah. Oh, go ahead, Lee. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, he do has – he, he you know, he has an arm, but, you know – um. Like Beats was saying, the terminology from the XFL right. to the NFL, you know, um, it kind of, you know, the dude was kind of threw in there, you know, thrown to the wolves unexpectedly with the injury to Bridgewater, you know, for a couple series. Bridgewater actually came back into the game to right. finish that out. So um, it's just kind of one of those things with those XFL guys, you know, they they have a hard time grasping onto the terminology. I kind of kind of reel back a little bit and go back to that XFL quarterbacks, just like the Chiefs uh, had Jordan uh, Tiamu, and um, they just recently released him. And so um, it's just one of those things, you know, like you said, the kid had an arm, but, you know, um, the terminology was not there, you know. He was thrown out there, so they were just running little, little stuff with him, you know, not opening up for him. But you know, and I, and I think that all just comes with repetition. Mm-hmm. Uh, with him being a uh, second string quarterback or whatever, he's not getting any like any major percentage of snappage during practice. Nah, so I think nah, not at all. Come a repetition, but from what I seen from that arm, <laughs> dude got a cannon. I mean, he possibly mm-hmm. could have possibly have a future uh, within this league with repetition, practice, learning the playbooks. I think dude got a chance. I mean, that that arm, he was zipping that shit. Yeah. It, remi- it kind of reminded me of uh, Michael Vick release how how those how that ball was just straight on an arrow. Yeah, but but you know one of the things that really is eye opening about him, looking at him, looking at some of his passes that he was attempting, is the accuracy. Yeah. You can have an arm all day long, and but if you got an arm and it's just darts to the other team like Jay Cutler used to do, <laughs> it's not going to really matter. You have to be, you have to be very accurate and have good precision. In, in decision making with those passes. And that's what I kind of think he was, you know, you know, striking them in there, throwing some darts, but they really weren't accurate like that. So that's something he's going to have to work on as well. I'm going to bring up a movie that I think that you should know. Major League. Look at, yep. uh, look at uh, Vaughn. Now he had to learn how to control his fast pitches, pitches. I think mm-hmm. he, I think that kid, man. I don't know, man. Like, I was kind of wild from him, just the zip of that ball. I haven't seen the ball come out like that in a while. Pat don't even throw it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, no, nah, I ain't disrespecting Pat. But that ball came out with some fucking zip. I'm you didn't sorry. watch any of those XFL games? 
No, I did not. Oh, he was killing it down there. I mean, the competition is pretty much. Oh, so so so, so is that the dude that was like the top quarterback mm-hmm. in that? Okay. okay. Yep, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. He was making all the, like the the highlights, kind of Patrick Mahomes type highlights in the. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember mm-hmm. what team he played for. Who? Houston Rockets. Uh, yeah, it was something yeah, like that. that yeah, was, they and I like watching them, so that was my team at that point. Yeah, I made it caught one of them games, but you know, XFL, uh, XFL, XFL games came out like at random ass times. But I, I do believe I did see him play once. Yeah. So yeah, it's the it's the whole terminology. He has to get the NFL terminology and communication down. Like you said, like like I was saying, the XFL and the NFL is <laughs> totally different beasts. Right. To be to be frank with you, Lee, I don't think Matt Rule's offense is pretty. It's pretty catered to the NFL. I mean, it is in the NFL, but he's Matt Rule is from Baylor, and that's a college style pro offense too. That's why PJ, uh, whatever Walker, whatever, and Teddy Bridgewater is there anyway. Um, it's kind of like that option stuff. Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't think it's necessarily terminology. I mean. Maybe it was just the rain and the accuracy with that, and then just like how Kyle was saying earlier, just having repetition and getting some more reps. And, but I, I'm like Kyle, if, yeah. he, if he got a shot and he has a really opportunity to get some quality starts on his stuff, get some reps. I think he, I think he can be something too. He just got to, and I think that's the right kind of situation for him down there in Carolina with Matt Rule. Well, and, and clearly, uh, Teddy is not the guy. Yeah, I mean, we've that. seen that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time seeing Carolina live this Me too, year. but I already knew that. I already knew that you mentioned Teddy yeah, in I, the previous I, years. Teddy is but, – Well, Ted, well, well look, this is, we ain't going to discredit him from Minnesota to now. No, I'm not, I'm not even Minnesota, talking about that. I mean, yeah. he did it in Minnesota too, but – Teddy is a check down guy. He does not push the ball down the field. He is very safe and conservative with the ball. And he did right. the same thing right. with that with uh with New Orleans last year. It's just that you had Sean Payton and that defense on there. And that's where and like I said, now that's why I didn't understand why Carolina went after him. I, I really didn't. Safe. Yeah. And, and 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 last week against when they faced off against uh, New Orleans in New Orleans, that was kind of a measuring stick game for me, and um, they lost to New Orleans, um, of course. And you know that let me know, yeah, Carolina's one of these teams where they sneak up on an average team, but when it comes to a good team. On both sides of the ball, good coaching, they kind of falter. And I was really going to go against them, against Atlanta, but Atlanta let me down so bad, I was just like, forget that. I'm going to go with Carolina. You know, they may have a chip on their shoulder because they lost to New Orleans, but they're they're just, uh, like you said, they're a subpar team. They're a 8-8, eight and 7-9 eight, and nine, team at best. Nine and seven if things go their way. They're just an average of the pal type team. Yeah. Well, 47. 
What? Yeah, 47, 48. <laughs> when it comes to that team, man, like I said, I got let down again by Carolina. So, okay. But let's go ahead to college football. Uh, Trevor Lawrence yeah. is out for this Saturday game due to COVID. Uh, the kid is possibly thinking about staying for his senior year. And uh, one of his biggest games of the season, he is out. So you guys think that this will hurt the kid or or what? Uh, I, I don't think it's going to hurt him. I mean, it's, you got – you got guys in the NFL. Yeah, he's the, you know, he's the face of college football right now. You know, I, I don't think it's necessarily going to hurt him. Um, I think the protocol is pretty much like the NFL where they miss like a game or something like that, you know, so possibly two. But I don't think it'll hurt him. I think his if he decides to come out, you know, um, which it's still not – concrete as we speak but if he decides to come out I don't think it'll hurt his stock or anything it may hurt that team <laughs> you know having to go to their backup but you know uh, we shall see that's just unfortunate you know that just goes to show that everyone needs to still follow the you know do the basic things washing your hands you know social distancing you know just go by the the protocols of everything with this covid so, but that is unfortunate that he caught uh the covid and has to sit out this game ditto what you said i don't think it hurts his stock at all he if he comes out and enters the nfl draft he's going number one no questions if ands or buts about it like lee said if anything it just hurts clemson all right. Uh, and to move on, um, let's just go ahead to the NBA because I forgot about this earlier when we were uh, talking outside the pod that uh, Ron, uh, Rajan Wando is a free agent. The Clippers mm. and the Lakers are trying to chase this guy right now. The Lakers want mm. him back, and the Clippers want him as well. Uh, as for the vet, the uh, NBA championship winner, two time, uh, I would like to possibly see him back with the Lakers. And uh, we was also talking about Derrick Rose, but that's another thing uh, coming to the Lakers as well. But if you was Rajon Rondo, where would you guys possibly try to land at? You're a free agent, you got options. Would you go back mm. to the, the Lakers or the Clippers? Mm. And and, and and him having a tough decision uh, like this to decide where he's going to continue playing at is a tough one for me to even, you know, answer this question because it's just like, man, you know, you, you know, you're going to a good team and, you know, uh, with the Clippers, but you just want to chip with the Lakers. Uh, and I did see this the other day, you know, that he was just kind of torn. He he, he he doesn't – this isn't an easy decision for him either. And so if I was him, uh, if I was him, I would probably stay with the Lakers. But 
I think that the Lakers are really going to try. It's all going to come down if the Lakers can swoop in and swoop up D Rose, like I was telling you the other day about, or when we was last talking about this. If the Lakers can swoop up D Rose, which I think that's going to happen first, and I, I think that's I think that's going to be the plan first to see if they can get D Rose without a problem. If they can get D Rose without a problem. Rondo's going to the Clippers. If it's something, a uh, hiccup along the way to where the Lakers can't get D-Rose, I think they're going to try everything to bring him back with the Lakers. So I do think that it's all where the Lakers stand in this. But I think they're going to try to do have a couple options before they say, okay, Rondo is our guy. I just think they're going to try to bring – you know, someone else in, but I don't know. That's a tough decision. If, like I said, if I was him, I would go, I would stick with the Lakers, but who knows? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and chime in on this one. Uh, as far as uh, Rondo, I would stay with the Lakers because the Clippers are disoriented, if that's a good word to say. Uh, the camaraderie on that team is not solid. Yes, Kawhi wants a point guard, uh, but Ranjan Rondo is not a starter to me right now. He is great off the bench, uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't see him being a, a solid fit, especially with the uh, dysfunction that's going on uh, with, with the Clippers. I know uh, Tyron Lewis is going to try to correct it, but I don't. I don't see it with I don't I don't I don't think it'll be a good option for him to go there. You want to chill with the Lakers, stay there, be a role player. Uh, as far as them bringing other guys in, you don't know what's going to happen with Caldwell Pope. I don't know if he's a free agent, but he was pretty much running that point guard position uh, during the bubble. Mm. But uh, uh, bringing in D Rose for the Lakers would be great. I think he could, like I said, like I was saying in that past show. I think he could possibly start for the Lakers. But like I said, there's so many uh, pieces that's going to get transferred within that Lakers roster as far as the bench. You got Mike Dudley. I don't see them bringing his old ass back. You got right. <laughs> the White Howard. He's possibly going to move on. Uh, like I said, with Caldwell Pope, I don't know what's going to happen with him. Uh, so, you know, you, there's only so many key guys that you have locked in. So I would like to see Rondo stay there because to me, uh LA Clippers is out of whack right now. Yeah. And 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 I got a question for you. Do you see Kuzma possibly back on this team? Me personally, I mean I think he should, but when they made that big trade as far as uh Ball, Ingram and uh Randall that's with the Lakers. I mean, I'm sorry it was with the Knicks, they should have kept Ingram over Kuzma, mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I agree. They decided to keep Kuzma. Uh, Brandon Ingram should have remained a Laker, personally. But uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Kuzma because he's not really a uh, fan favorite of the Lakers' fanship. So I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And I don't see I don't see Danny Green being on that team I don't either. See it either. Like I said, it's going to be. They're going to have to somewhat rebuild 
as far as players besides his, uh, Davis, LeBron, uh, oh, dude, uh, uh, Fay, uh, not favors, but uh, Deion Waiters, he won't be on that team. Uh, nope. Uh, J.R. Smith will not be on that team. Uh, like I said, uh, A.J. Uh, uh, Green possibly will not be on that team. And we're losing to White Howard. I don't know if JaVale McGee will be on that team. Mike Dudley, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be on that team. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a total different look for that Lakers starting lineup and bench. Me personally. Now for the Clippers, mm. as far as team wise, they are more so solidified as a team, but they want some other pieces as far as stars when it comes to a point guard. Kawhi doesn't want Beverly as a starter, and he's not a starter. So both LA teams are kind of trying to make transitions. Basketball wise, so there's gonna be a lot of missing pieces, but I don't think uh as far as Rondo, they should lose him. Then we forget about oh dude, uh damn what's his name? They opted out uh due to COVID. Uh the guy that came from Boston. Uh I cannot think of his name. The old blockhead light skin dude. But anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. He's another. He, he's a, right he's another guard. He's a shooting guard. He will be on that team, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a a storm when it comes to these LA teams as far as starting lineups and benches right now, especially for the Lakers. But you got anything, Beats? Okay. <laughs> no, it's all good, bro. I know you done no basketball here. Oh, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> damn, bro, I meant to mention this too on the lot, the last pod. The end, uh, the Indiana Pacers hired a brother, a young brother. I can't think of his name. He's not a known NBA coach. But he's very young, and he's a uh, the new coach of the Pacers. Interesting. Yeah, I seen that too. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. see that. So that's probably the the Pacers. The Pacers are trying to, you know, do something different, I guess. Uh, but that was interesting and eye opening that I seen that they uh, brought that brother in there. Mm-hmm. Young dude, lucky, like in his like mid late thirties, so. Yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, shit, not even mid-30s. Like his shit, like his late 20s, early 30s. He looked real young. Yeah, he looked real young. So, I yeah, I just gave him the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, you never know. Uh, they normally hire guys, like, you know, like mid, late 30s. But he could be younger. He do look younger. But, uh, yeah, everybody knows, you know, black uh-huh. crack. But do look young. Uh, so, like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on within the NBA. It's not – some of the big players that we're looking at, no moves have been made yet. But one more thing that I would like to mention, uh, as far as the Washington Bullets, you got John Wall coming back, and you got his wingman. Damn, bro, I'm like, I got a blank mind. I'm like, mind farting like a uh, beat. 
no, no, I'm serious though. I'm trying to think of the other guy on the Washington Bullets. Are you talking about Bill? Uh, yeah, Bill. That Bill could possibly, Bradley yeah, he, Bill. yeah, he Bradley Bill is possibly thinking about possibly moving on. Now, Bradley, now this is big and this is very underrated for this mm-hmm. player. Now, Bradley Bill moves on somewhere such as a team as the Lakers, such as a team as the yeah. Pelicans, uh, Boston. Uh, these teams is on the come up. Oh, that, oh, oh okay. Then this is why I was also thought that was a good fit. If Giannis stays in Milwaukee and you can get a player like Bradley Beal. Oh, yeah, oh that'd be God. nice. Mm-hmm. But see, Cal, you know what with Beal, I think you said the team and this team is known for picking up a guy of his caliber. It's the Boston Celtics. If if he goes, if Bradley goes to the Boston Celtics, that team is an automatic contention in the East. Um, like you said, he could go. He, he, he's what you call. He's what you call one of those back pocket, quiet type of acquisitions that's going to go on because it, it, anywhere he goes. That team should be good, especially if he goes to a contender. So, yeah, I agree with you. You don't know where his services was, is going to be at, but that's a good talent to have on your organization with Bradley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was uh, hearing about that, that he could possibly move. And uh, that'll be big, man, because a lot of these teams could use his service. He's an all-star player playing on a shitty-ass team. <laughs> And been mm-hmm. taking lead of that team for a long time since John Wall has not been in service. Right, right. That's big to watch. But um, yeah, I think that's kind of it going on in the sports. You know, you talk about us possibly getting a right um, before a season. Oh yeah, okay. I forgot about. Thank you. Thank. That's why. That's why we a team. Thanks, Beats. Uh, due to the COVID. The Toronto Raptors, which is in Canada, is going to move next year uh, within the arena within America. And Kansas City, Buffalo, and you guys uh-huh. said Louisville? is possibly three destinations for the Toronto Raptors. To me, the top two picks is Kansas City. I know Buffalo, New York is not that appealing, but it's closer to New York. So the guys can travel back and forth to the big city. But as for a main event arena that has no basketball team that's ready to go, brand new, is the Sprint Team over center, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they should, I forgot. Why the fuck did they? Well, yeah, because yeah. they merged. Team over center. They, it, it, it's, it's called what now? Yeah, yeah well, well, I know part of it. That's what oh. I thought when I seen it on the news when they made the news. I thought that side part was the T-Mobile and the main part. No, was it's the whole damn thing because you know T-Mobile uh, bought out Sprint. It was Sprint. Okay, so now it's called the goddamn T-Mobile Center. <laughs> Thanks, uh, which I did. I did notice that, but I just thought that they called that little uh, Hall of Fame area the T-Mobile part, but it's all T-Mobile now. Okay, well the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, Missouri, would be the best ideal place. And downtown Kansas City is booming, would be ideal for the Raptors players 
for a year. But what do you guys feel about the Raptors possibly being in Kansas City and bringing basketball, NBA basketball, back to Kansas City for at least a year? I, shit, thumbs up. I'm all G4, like we said off air. Uh, you have uh, NFL players, you know, uh, such as Patrick Mahomes and some others lobbying for it. You know, um, it, it'll be a plus-plus for your city. Um, like you said, uh, with the T-Mobile Center, you know, it's fairly new. The thing doesn't get used. I mean, like that, it's been used for some uh, NCAA, some March Madness tournaments and things of that nature, other little games, you know, uh, Big 12. But like you said, with the NBA team coming here, and I do think that the uh, Kansas City, the, the city of Kansas City is in the lead for it just because we've had a NBA team before that is that is a, a a very big factor in it. Um, like I said, we had the Kansas City Kings before Buffalo or Louisville has not had a basketball team. So I think that automatically makes us the front runners to get in Toronto. But answer to your question, um, it would just be a plus plus, you know, uh, uh, added uh, added event to go to or entertainment. You know, an NBA team here, um, like you said, the closest to that is OKC, you know, to Kansas City. So I'm all for it as a fan, you know, of the game and, you know, and, and of every sport. Thumbs up. If you can get it done, I'm get with, it done. With, so I'm up for it, too. I want to because I've never been to an NBA game, so I would like to see one live. I know off air, Lee was saying, you know, uh, you can go down to OKC and see the game from there, but you know the the less I have to travel, sir, the better. Right, I, I would love to have the Raptors here for a year, man, and that will also show, as far as Kansas City as a whole, that we're not just only a football team city, that we can be an NBA player city as well. So, uh. I'm I'm on it. I would love to have him here. I will be attending. Uh, like I said, I've never seen an NBA basketball game in the live flesh either. So I definitely am am on this. I, I would love to have this here in Kansas City. And the Raptors are a playoff team, <laughs> so you know I'm for it. And down, and, and 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 like you said, you made another good point, Cal, when you said you know the uh. Just as as far as business avenue or business revenue related, uh, downtown Kansas City uh, is waiting for this. Um, it's the perfect setup. It's just waiting to. It's just waiting to take off. Mm-hmm. You know, like a jet. You know, if a basketball team gets down here and all that renovation that downtown Power and Light has had, and oh man, it's. It's the perfect mm-hmm. setup in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are we are for this, and uh, we are de- we definitely need this as a city. You know, we know why Chiefs is handling business. We know our Royals was in a slump. We know K uh, uh, Sporting KC is doing anything, but uh, we need an NBA team. We need this. So uh, I can't wait. So hopefully, uh, we end up landing at least for the year. Yeah, but uh, 
we're going to go ahead and go into our Kansas City Chiefs preview, baby. We got the uh, New York uh, – uh, huh, let me see what I can call them. Uh, the New York – the New York <laughs> <laughs> Penguins because they're not going to take flight <laughs> against the Kansas City Chiefs. But we got the New York Jets this week. And we play in New no, York, here, buddy. Oh, it's here? Okay. No, we're, All right. So we're, we're here at Arrowhead, and we play the New York Jets. And I expect the Chiefs to take off like a uh, Air Force fighter jet on these guys. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys delve in and uh, tell me what you guys expect for this Chiefs team to produce against these uh, Jets that are, that are in the slump. Just like I expect the Kansas City Chiefs sitting at 6-1, and one, the defending Super Bowl champions, to not do kind of like how what you were doing just a second ago, you know, where you're pretty much making fun of this organization. Right. Um, I you, you need to take this team seriously because uh, they're, they're a team – full of men and prideful just as well. Um, I kind of said I'll be uh, off air to beats um, a day or go. So, you know, I uh, remember when the Chiefs were undefeated going into Cincinnati, playing the winless at the time Cincinnati Bengals, where they were led by John Kitna, uh, Corey Dillon, and Chad Johnson at the time. And they gave the Chiefs their first loss, and they won their first game. You know, um, a couple years ago, we went to play the Jets and the Giants in New York and actually lost both of those games to those teams that were doing no good at the time with a Andy Reid coach-led team. So, short and sweet, don't fall into the trap that these dudes can't, can't come in here if you're not on your A game and knock you off. You know, you don't want to do what you did against the Raiders. I don't think they overlooked the Raiders, but you don't want to just come out flat and not, you know, go for the kill and just let these dudes stick around. You know, I don't think it'll happen, but I just expect the Chiefs to come out and really dominate this game. They're massive favorites in this game. I'm talking about the the line for this game is 19 to 20 points. So don't just come, you know, don't just come into this game, you know, and at 11.30 start wiping the eye boogers out your eyes thinking you go just come out here and get the win. Stay focused. Play like the defending Super Bowl champs. Get the dub. Do what you got to do. Um, I would like to see them give Le'Veon Bell a lot of carries in this game. Let him really take some aggression and some pent-up frustration out on his former team and let him shine in this game. Just, you know, do do what you guys got to do. Keep a keep a bad team losing. Keep a bad team down. And you keep you keep on going and doing what you got to do. And we should easily be seven to one in this game. That's all I look for from our Kansas City Chiefs. Just handle business championship style fashion. fashion. Anyway, um, did what uh Lee just said, I have three words for you any given Sunday. And I was going to, I was going to allude to that Jets game a couple of years ago when Alex Smith was still our quarterback. 
and you had fucking Travis Kelsey throwing an INT in that game as well. And we lost to the lead Josh McCown Jets, okay? Um, yeah, just don't overlook them. Uh, beat a dead horse while it's down. Um, make sure they don't have any life. And, Cal, like you always say, it's around this time of the year where the Chiefs go ahead and lose a game that they shouldn't lose. So I would just keep my head on the swivel, come in with a good game plan, and when you had it, when you have the chance to stick a knife in their back and stick it far deep in their back, take the kill shot, and then move on with your day as if nothing as as if nothing ever happened. And that's all I got for this game. But if um, you know we struggle during this game and we still get the dub, you'll hear from me on the recap show. If we end up losing on this game, you'll definitely hear my rap from the D-Beats front corner, okay? So <laughs> let's just avoid all that happening and just take care of business. Those guys on that other side get paid just like we do, okay? So, you know, bring your lunch pails, bring your hard hats, and, uh, yeah, just, uh, just beat a dead horse while you can. I agree. Uh, like I said, this is uh, well, like I like to say, I haven't said it this year yet, but it's around that time of year. This is a piss in your coffee game. And the Jets are definitely looking to do that to the Kansas City Chiefs. You got Le'Veon Bell, an ex-Jet, and they're feeling disgruntled about him leaving that dumpster fire as a team. And I'm expecting Le'Veon Bell to do damage against this Jets team. I'm also expecting us to handle business against this Jets team. Don't go in complacent thinking that, oh, well, it's the New York Jets. We can just lollygag. We can eat beef and a half at the halftime and still get the dub. No. I need y'all taking off like a Jet. I need y'all to handle business, pedal to the middle against this team, offense and defensively-wise, which I don't think uh, Darnold – or whatever the fuck his name is, the quarterback is an issue for this Kansas City defense. I'm kind of mostly just worried about the Kansas City offense uh, mm-hmm. with all the little uh, issues that we had. But like uh, Lee said, I agree with him that Bell should take off. He's He's been acclimated to this team. Uh, I'm pretty sure he knows the playbook by now. And I'm thinking that Andy Reid will take the top off and let him go this game. So I am expecting to see that. Say- but don't I w- go on. Oh, go huh? ahead, Lee. Nah, I was just I was just gonna say I expect Travis Kelsey to have a good yeah. game. You know, we love you. Yeah, Travis Kelsey needs to needs to have a All Pro, <laughs> the best tight end in football we type know, of game. We, we know eighty seven gonna show up. All I was gonna say was. Sam Darnold yep. is the only thing the Jets have. And it's That's pretty it. unfortunate. You know, it is what it is. It's just the luck of the draw. They drafted you, buddy. But, uh, you know, he doesn't have anything yeah. as far as talent around him, and he doesn't have anything around him as far as, far as, a, uh, as, far as a coach's staff or an organization. So if you don't want 
you know, uh, you don't want your producer, your record label exec all up in the music video, dancing, just like mm -hmm. Levy Young Bell. Come to the Kansas City Chiefs, nigga. Yeah, because if we take an L in this game, that'll be a major fucking lash in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I got a couple of I got a couple of uh leads over and unders for this game coming up against the Jets. I'm gonna start with the first one. You guys, the Kansas City Chiefs, 35 points on this scoreboard. You guys going with the over or under for that? I'll say over, man. They should they, they should dominate this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna break even. I'm gonna go at 35. Okay. We should see a, a totally against this Jets team. We should see the Kansas City offensive. Vote. You think so? I hope so. But I think I'm, so. I'll I believe it when I see it. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I think this is I, I'm going to go with the over. I just I and, and by a little bit I say you know uh, I was kind of you know torn you know kind of breaking even with that you know but I'm gonna go with the over by field goal. I say I say 38. I say you can put up another 40 That's ball. Perfect. You know if anything, mm -hmm. just putting just putting my opinion yeah. out there. And then the second one as far as over and unders. Le'Veon Bell's all-purpose yardage in this ball game. You guys going over or under a hundred all-purpose yards in this game for Le'Veon Bell? This is an Andy Reid offense. Yeah, I'm with you. But uh, mm. I would like to see him. I would like to see him do some damage. But yeah, he also splitting those, those snaps with uh, Clyde. So I'll say under. Well, well, yeah, I. Yeah, I just I, I I don't know. This is one of those games where I think Andy can say, you know, stick it to him, kid. You know, it's it, the dude had set two 17 yard bursts, <laughs> you know, and that was just touching the ball the six times that he touched it. So uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to break even with that. I'm going to say Le'Veon Bell hits. A hundred all-purpose yards. I didn't just, I'll, you know, that's gonna that's gonna be I got that. that's gonna be catching the ball and rushing I'll give, the ball. So I, I, I'll give him sixty. I'll go yeah. a little bit more than that. I'll give him about okay. seventy to eighty. Yeah, I, I'll say sixty-five. Okay. Man, you, you got to understand, he's splitting that shit with Clyde, bro. Clyde gonna start. Yeah. Well, well yeah. That's. It's all good. You know, it's just everybody's opinion. Just the over and unders. <laughs> oh, I thought you had something else. My bad. Uh, uh uh. No. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, you guys got something else on the Chiefs preview? I'm, <laughs> I'm you sorry. You got cut out my end, buddy. So I was like, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you should. I'm sorry, you said you wanted the Gizzards dinner with SG. Oh, well, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if we ain't got nothing else on the cheeks, man, let's go on to uh, Lee's segment. Let's go on to our picks, man. All right, sports heads here at Sports Talk KC, baby. 
the week eight matchups, like we had talked about the Thursday night matchup that just went down between Atlanta and Carolina. Carolina lost that. Atlanta handled their business. So we're all at 0-1 to start off week eight. That puts me at 74, 31-1. <laughs> Beats at 71, 34-1. And Cal at 66, 39, and 1. So nothing changed. Uh, nothing changed in the standings. But to kick off the week eight slate, we have the new we have the New England Patriots going to the Buffalo Bills. Who you got in I'm this game, B? I'm going with Bill Belichick. I'm going with I don't believe in Josh Allen. I'm going with Bill Belichick. I'm not going with the All Patriots. Right. I'm going with Bill Belichick. We got in this game, Cal. Clear. I'm going with the Bill. I'm going with the Bills. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of told myself I'm going with the Bills as well in this one, Cal. You know, so uh, in this AFC East showdown, yeah. <laughs> if you want to call it that, I just think that this is a game where Buffalo has mm-hmm. to win if they're going to. They want to take this division. Um, it's going to be a hell of a game. I, I will give Beats credit for saying Bill Belichick. He's going to play a mind game with Sean, you know, with the with the coach and you know with Josh Allen. It's going to be up to the Bills, but myself personally, I went with the Bills as well. No, was you going to say something? I Beats? Said my piece. Yeah, I think he fucked up going. Said, oh, what? Okay. All right. <laughs> me and moving it along, moving it along. Me and Cal went with the Buffalo Bills at home to take over the New England Patriots while Beach is going with Bill Belichick, moving it along. Um, we have the Jets at the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure that we all look look for it to be a KC Chiefs uh-huh. pounding in that game, yes, correct, sir. fellas? All righty, all right, moving it on along. We have the Minnesota Vikings going into discount double check territory. I'm going with Green Bay. Who are you going with in this discount game? Discount double check me. I'm going with State Farm, sir. Beat. All right, all right. We're all going with Aaron Rodgers and Mr. Discount Double Check. All right, moving it on along. We have the loss. And we have the Las Vegas Raiders going into the dog pound. Cleveland Browns. Uh, Who you got in this uh, game, Beats? Uh, give me the Raiders. Who you got in this yeah, game, Yeah, I have to say it too, but OBJ's out. And Baker Mayfield is still unbelievable to me. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, I went with the Raiders myself in this one. I just feel like the Raiders got embarrassed against Tampa Bay. <laughs> you know, um, I'd look for them to bounce back. They can't get too they can't get too far behind the Kansas City Chiefs, who are already pulling away in this division. So I just think that this will kind of be a bounce back game for the Raiders as well. All right, we're all with the Raiders in that one. I was gonna go with Cleveland. I really was. <laughs> I was just like, man, whoo, I don't know, but I just think the Raiders will bounce back in this game. Moving on along, we have the Indianapolis Colts going to the Detroit Lions. Then I'm going in the I'm going with the Colts in this one. Who you got in this game, Cal? Mm. 
Man, the lines is so fucking up and down. The Colts are too. And I think the Colts <laughs> fucked me before. Bro, give me the line. He was going there. I'm, I'm gonna be yeah, different. Be different. Give me All right, he's different in last place too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, give me Indy. Who you got in this game, Beats? Yeah, I'm going with Indy myself on that one. I just think that the Colts, you know, Detroit is barely slipping past these teams that ain't worth a damn. But they're, they're going up against a good team in the Colts, I feel. So, me and Beats going with the Colts in that one. Kyle sticking with the Detroit Lions then. Moving in on the law, we have the Los Angeles Rams at the Miami Dolphins. Who you got in this I'm game, Kyle? Fuck for <laughs> I'm not taking that kid, Rams. I'm taking fucking. Who you got in this game, Beats? Uh, you know, chopping at the bit to get at the two. Okay, that's what I'm going with. Okay. Yeah, two, two will be two will be a tuna fish sandwich at the end of this one. Yeah. I kind of said that. I kind of said that in the last episode or off air or something like, you know, for the poor kid, it's the same. He has to go up against Aaron Donald, <laughs> his first NFL start. So we're all um, a landslide with the Rams in that one. So we all picked the Rams in that one to take down Miami. All right. We moving it on along. We got a heavy, another heavyweight showdown. Pittsburgh is involved. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers going into Lamar Jackson's world against the Baltimore Ravens. You know, uh, Pittsburgh is a real good team, and I like Pittsburgh a lot. Um, But, you know, we're now starting to pay attention to teams close to us for home field advantage. And my time and my boy, man, really is. And I like Pittsburgh, but I just think Baltimore comes away in this as Chiefs fans you want Pittsburgh to lose to get their first loss so but I think Baltimore is a real good team could kind of slow Big Ben down I went with Baltimore in this one who you got in this game Cal Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Pittsburgh all right yeah I got in this game but I'm going with the steel curtain buddy Okay. All right. Cal and Beats with the Pittsburgh still. Like I said, that that's my spot now. Pittsburgh is some tough boys. But you know, I just think they gotta take a hiccup somewhere along this line. I don't think they're gonna beat Baltimore twice. I think this is the time for Baltimore to get them at home. So that's why I went with Baltimore. Moving it on along, we got the Tennessee Titans at the Cincinnati Bengals. Who are you going with this? Who are you going with in this matchup? Oh, I, I, I didn't know for sure because you've been a Cincinnati man mm. quite a bit thus Not far this season. This I wasn't. <laughs> need to bounce back. Yeah, I'm going with Tennessee as well. In this one. Who you got, Beach? The Titans. Because I do. Because they're going to win this week. Give me the Titans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, all right. Moving it on along. We got the Los Angeles Chargers going into the Denver Broncos for a nice little AFC West battle between the two. Give I'm the going boat, with the Chargers baby. in this. Who you got in this game, Beats? Yeah, give me the young gun, Herbert. All righty, all righty, all righty. Moving it on along. I think this is going to be an interesting one. You got the San Francisco 49ers going into the 12th man, the Seattle Seahawks and the Treatment Dome. I'm going with Seattle in this one. They took a heartbreaker against Arizona, and I look for them to bounce back. It's going to be a good game, though. I'm going with you guys with got in this one. Who you got in this Russell game? Russell Wilson, he's going to fight very hard. He did not get the treatment last week. So this week, he's going to tr- – He's going to try 100% more, 1,000% more to get the treatment this week. So I'm going with the treatment. I agree. I don't see him ever going two weeks without the Jesse Spano. So I definitely will be going with Seattle. All right, all right, all right. Moving it on along, we have the New Orleans Saints going to the Chicago Bears. Who you got in this game, Beats? Yeah, I'm going with New Orleans myself. Who you got in this game, Cal? <laughs> ah, so New Orleans, man. Pick the Bears? Mm-hmm. Nah, I ain't going to pick the Bears this week. Nick Foles, he ain't got enough offense, man. <laughs> yeah, I knew you I knew, I knew you boys was going to get off that Bears bandwagon at some point in this season. <laughs> that ass whooping <laughs> they took against them Rams. Uh-huh. Moving it on. Moving it on along to the Sunday night football flip your hamburger bun game. We have the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going with Philly in this game. Who do you guys have in this game? Well, B, uh, Lee, you know, I can never pick the Cowgirls, so I will be going with the – and who's going to be the quarterback for the Cowgirls? That's the boy. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I have to say it. I hate to say it. I'll go with Wentz. Uh-huh. Yeah, I never picked the cowgirls in my life again after last week. How the fuck you lose to fucking Washington? Okay, okay. I don't give a fuck what I you told you. Me. They I told you they was gonna lose. Well, shit, they they had a fucking unknown ass quarterback. We still mm-hmm. don't know who the fuck. Oh, came either, in there. So that's why I'm going fly. You go fly. It could have been Uncle Uncle Rico from All fucking right. Napoleon Dynamite. The Eagles because I'm proud of being American. Yeah. We're all going with the Eagles in that. So uh, that's a landslide that we think the Eagles will get. All right, and to end it, night football matchup. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers going into the Giants. I'm going with Tampa Bay in this game on Monday Night Football. Who you guys got? Who you got yeah, in this game, Cal? Way. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna trick you guys on this one. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go with New York Giants. Bullshit. I'm going with Tom Brady. And uh, Antonio uh, Brown will be in this game, right? Man, so what? I don't. I'm not he be, sure. Uh, he got signed the last week. Well, I think he may have to go oh, through yeah. that protocol. I don't think he will be have to go through that protocol like Le'Veon Bell did. So I doubt. 
I doubt if Antonio is on this field or plays has much of an impact against the Giants. I think it'll be for the game after that. All right. Mm-hmm. So, all right, sports is that kind of concludes the week eight, 14 game schedule matchups with all of our picks in here from the fellas. May the best man win for week eight action in the NFL. All right. And uh, with that being said, that really concludes another episode. Uh, you folks got no, anything sir. else to drop off? All right. All good. I guess go to one of your host cowboy. I just do it when I uh when I uh when you swing into me. Okay. And uh you can find me on uh Facebook, Instagram, and now Twitter as Calvio. They check the free beast on all the social media platforms at DBeats1492. And what I was gonna say, since we won't talk to you guys until well, we won't drop the episode until Tuesday. I'm just going to encourage you guys to go out and vote either way. I don't care who you're voting for. Just exercise your right to vote. Um, and as far as Sports Talk KC, I just want to thank, thank the sports heads for your continued support um, to help us out. Would you do us a favor? Go to If you're on Spotify, go to Spotify, hit the follow. If you're, on, if you're listening on Apple Music, go to Apple Music and leave a comment for us. Um, and then with any other thing, I'm sure they have a follow. That just helps us grow the podcast a little bit. And if you don't mind, tell a friend to tell a friend. And then if you have any suggestions, just hit up that Sports Talk KC page or just hit one of us up in the DM. Lee, if they check it for you, where can they find you? Sports Talk KC page and Facebook at Radham Jones. Yeah, like Beach was saying, man, get out and exercise your right to vote. You know, it's a very important time in this country, you know, uh, for everyone's voice and opinion to be heard. So, um, like he said, you know, get out to these things in bunches, in packs, whatever you got to do, and be heard and be seen. And we appreciate all the support here at Sports Talk KC. And uh, go Chiefs, baby. We're releasing it. I don't know the next line. I gladly stand it. God bless the ESLA. Like we did. Scratch this nigga on off of this shit.